Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson. Here is Fred Smooth. I'm here. And that is Santana Moss. Guys. I'm present. Present. That's what you said when the teacher called yeah, you. Present. Frederick. Present. Did you guys get on that boat over Memorial Day weekend? You know, I stay off a of boat. You stay off a of boat? <laughs> I, was, I was waiting on Fred to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a lie. Hell yeah, I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a fun game for us today, all right? All right. It's called right. Overthrown, Underthrown, On the Money, okay? All right. Okay. I'm going to provide stats to you, four players on the commanders, and you tell me if that's way too high, if it's underthrown, mm -hmm. or if I am on the money. All right, got you. Okay? So we're going to start with Sam Howell. Samuel. Samuel Howell. Mm -hmm. Okay. 66.3 completion percentage. Not bad. 2,860 yards. Ugh. <laughs> This is nasty. 23 touchdown, touchdowns and 15 interceptions. What do you think? Am I on the money? I think I'm on the money. I think you are underthrown this ball. Underthrown? And I think this, this stat line might get him fired. Yeah. Like, I, I'm telling you, this is not a, a good stat. This is not a playoff quarterback it's, stat It's like line. right in the middle. It's like, you know, right it's around. It's below average. It's like it's 19th. 19, uh, 17, 23rd, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. It's like Jacoby Brissett last year. I kind of no. could live with this if we run the ball well and we got a receiver or two with a thousand plus yards. I can live with this. I'm gonna guy. give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I just. I'm gonna. Call, I'm gonna call myself in a question. I think the yardage is a little low. This low. But yeah. I don't, like, but I think I don't the, like the picks though. I don't like the 15 picks. But I, I think he's a rookie. He's a rookie player. Yeah, but right? we don't want to. We don't want to shoot him in the foot before. Shoot him in the hand rather <laughs> before he get out there and throw a ball. So, I don't so what do you think? 15 picks. Overthrown, underthrown. I say dead on. I just don't like the picks. No, I say this is underthrown. This underthrown. Is not enough yardage, not enough touchdowns. 17 games. Think about this. If he has 2,000-yard receivers, Jahan and, and McLaurin, he ain't got but 800 more yards to get yeah. the tight ends and the running back. Yeah. I see him going more like 38, 39. 38? Yes, 3,000. I, 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 I could get on with like 32 to 35, yeah, I think. You know, they got a crawl for their walk, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the 28. He was a massive passer Pro, in North Carolina. Prove me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm like he guy. passed the ball around the yard in North Carolina. I know he did. I, he did. I, I feel like he's going to do the they, same here. Are they going to give him the keys to the car in the first I, year? Because right, no, right no now, this, this is the 19th rated quarterback in the NFL. That's what this stat line is. Yeah. And I think I think this kid can be better. I know and he, can, I know he think, can be better, but what's he, what's he gonna be year one? I don't think we're gonna spoon feed him like he's a rookie. Okay. I, I just don't think I, I don't think Coach B Enemy is gonna spoon. I think Coach B Enemy gonna say, get out here and, and do your job. So yeah. what if I told you that stat line I just said yeah. was Dak Prescott's stat, uh, stat line from last year? And I tell you, he stunk last year. <laughs> He also missed a couple games, so I yeah. think I think that's why the yardage number is yes, a little yeah. low for me. Yeah, right. But would you say so? What so what does this look like for him? You said thirty five hundred. What do you, or what'd you say? You said thirty nine. You said thirty nine. Yeah. Classic Fred Smoot. I think yeah. that's an overthrow. But here, no, what do we got, Tanner? I, I say just about at three thousand. Okay. Um, he's going to have a, a heap of touchdowns. Uh, I say I take some of the picks off. I understand a young guy yeah. who hasn't, you know, been out there enough. He's probably going to have some of them setbacks and throw some picks, but I don't want to see fifteen. You know right. what I mean? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna put that in the air in the yeah. atmosphere for him. I don't wanna see 15. We put it like this. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Are these numbers good enough to make it to the playoffs? Uh if the defense plays, if yeah. the defense is a top five you defense. You seen worse. 28 100? You seen worse, bro. I have, and we didn't make it I've to seen, the playoffs. <laughs> I've seen a, I've seen a Super Bowl team quarterback didn't didn't throw for that many yards. We so, talked about this. So I'll say this. I'll say that this is that is a low number, yeah. yardage wise, right? Yeah. The defense is going to have to be like the number one rated defense, in the and, and our rushing attack is going to need to be top ten. Yeah, I don't think either one of those things are like a lock. I think defense probably top five. I think rushing attack probably top fifteen. If that's the case, he's got to be a top 
He's got to be a top 15 quarterback. Yeah, most and, definitely. And I think that these numbers aren't that necessarily. They, yeah, they just not played off numbers. All right, so let's move on to uh, De'Ami Brown. Yeah. Right. And I just went crazy here. I just went. Actually, yeah. Jason, did, Jason, our producer, helped me with these numbers, and I think did Jason went a little crazy. Your hand yeah, on this it one. slipped out a little all bit. Right. Okay. So he has. So if I said he had 46 <laughs> receptions. All right. For 724 yards. And two touchdowns. He's your fourth receiver. Yeah, I mean, if your yeah, fourth receiver right. has seven hundred yards, a lot of yards. You are five thousand yard passer. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, De- <laughs> De- <laughs> De- right. he already got one third of Sam Howell. Sam Howell's gonna be throwing for six thousand yards. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I think this one is. But a, I mean, what if? What if? Okay, so wishful thinking though. I mean, I, if somebody I, get hurt, what if his role changes? Look, I'm like this, and this just is my opinion. I would hope to see that he put up those numbers, but mm-hmm. I would say if you ask me right now today, you overthrown. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean. But I would love to see De'Ami Brown go out there and, and and rekindle that flame that he had or that that chemistry the relationship that he had. With Sam you know what I mean? And be able to come in because I want him to be used only for you know for the fact that him and Sam know each other. I yeah. want them mm-hmm. to bring him in in certain packages and say. This this thing on the two, and they can't stop y'all because yep. y'all have the chemistry. Y'all have, you know, y'all have that history. So I would love to see him put up those numbers. I go out on a limb and say he could lead the team in average per catch. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that I, a lot. I, I yeah. think he is because he he a big play hitter and he might not have the catches the other guys got, but he could accumulate enough yards through his yards. And per that's catch. a good point, because I do think when you look at Andy Reid's offense in Kansas City, the one that E B was a part of is each receiver had a role. Martez yeah. Valdez Scanning had that deep threat role. Yeah. Yep. Right, and he had a really high, uh, you know. Juju was the possession correct. guy. Correct, yeah. And then uh, Tony was the gadget guy, right? Yep. So everyone yep. kind of had their role. So I do think there is a role. I think that's a really nice kind of on-the-money mark throw there is that he leads the team in yards per reception. Yep, yep. But I think this is a little bit high. That's a little bit rich this, for my This blood. overthrown and picked off by me. You yeah. know, tip ball is eyeball. And so the comparison, the, these are Darius Slayton's stats from last year. And Darius Slayton was the number one receiver for most of the season for um, the, the Giants, the Giants yep. right? And so with the Giants, I think they had a lot of injuries. And Darius Slayton took on a much larger but, role yeah, as yeah, the season yeah. went on. I think yeah. that's why his numbers were so high. So I think we agree. Yep. If his role changes, if he, if he becomes the true three, Maybe that's something that happens, but I think it's probably more in that. If you had to give him a number, what do you think? I think five, a good round number, 500 yards. Yeah, I think 450, yeah. 500. Yeah, yeah. Four, four, 480, uh, four touchdowns. Four you know touchdowns? I mean? Yeah. Dang, all right. At least yeah, four. Because he de- he's a deep threat, so I got to believe that you get a he's, he's going to get a couple on yeah. somebody. Like Aldrick Robinson back when, uh, when was that, 2012? Yeah. Yeah. That was like his role. A little A's to get them things. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go on to Jahan Dotson. You ready? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you can see this already. So 95 receptions. <laughs> It's a lot of receptions. Eleven hundred and ninety-six yards and seven touchdowns. I say on the money. On the money. On the money. Wow. I like. I, I told you, man. I think highly of the kid, man. He showed last year that he can be a number one in anybody offense. How many catches did Terry have last year? Uh, uh, probably, 70? probably seventy. Probably seventy something. Yeah, yeah. So but, we're we're just going to be on offense that much more that he can have. He I, can have a hundred. But you got a better pass. You got No, I agree. Last year, if we just want to talk about not talking about the quarterbacks, just talk about the opportunities. Terry wasn't getting a lot of opportunities at one point. It yeah, wasn't until Heine- here, he it wasn't until Heineke got in the game. Yeah, so, yeah. so I yep. tell you this: if if they going the way they was going last year, if if it's trending the way Jahan was trending last year yeah. out the gate, and he doesn't have a setback and get hurt, you know, hurt put uh, or have a, a hamstring pull. Yeah. He he probably was gonna get ninety five last year receptions. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean he was. I mean, our number one threat at one point. So our producer just said Terry had seventy seven catches last year. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, seventy. Around seventy. Yeah. <laughs> we got a legit guy that knows how to. He's about the minutia. That's what yeah. I love about Eric Bieniemy. Like last, he, last week at practice, man, we saw him. 
coaching yeah. the route depths. Man, just just own it to the point where every little catch matters. I watch Andy Reid turn Todd Pinkston into a go-to receiver. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, telling you. Exactly. So at the end of the day, they know how to get wide receivers open. And we got some guys that going to catch the ball. We're going to be a better passing offense than people think we are. I agree. I think we're going to be better. Also, did I tell you, I saw EB, um, you know, get after Antonio Gibson for going the wrong direction out of the huddle the other, last week. Man, he is uh, on No, he's it. on it. He is like, on I, it listen, right now. Save it. No wasted motions. Yeah. No wasted motions. Right. So uh, let me say this. So this seems just a little high to me. I mean, are it we does. Gonna, like, are we going to have two receivers with 90-plus catches? I think we can have 2,000-yard receivers. I think so, too, but I don't think we're going to have one, 95 catches is one, a lot Look, you're right, and like, and and who's to say that Terry won't have 70 again and get what he get and yeah. this guy have 90-something? I think point. both who's can get 70. What's the most receptions you had in a year, Tana? The most I had in year 10 was 92, I believe. 92. And I was second in the league that year. Yeah. In the entire so, I mean, league. that's just a lot of, that's just crazy. A lot that's of catches. That's a lot of I, catches, yeah. man. So and, I, what I'll say is I think the yardage is – Doable, uh, you know, eleven hundred yards. I think that's doable. Yeah. I think I would. I'm going to give my range. I'm say nine hundred to eleven hundred yards. I think that's right on the money. I think seven touchdowns feels good. That ca that catch number just seems so high. I, 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 I'm going to keep him in the seventies. I think if you got two number two guys that could be number ones, seventy five catches each sounds oh, that's good great. to me. Seventy, 70 is uh, seventy is, huh? is 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 beyond great to me. You yeah. know, because you can get a lot of you can get you can you can you can. Be really dominant with 70, 60, 70 catches. Yeah, Kelsey so, had 90 to 100 catches. 90, last year. 90 to 100. I think he had 100 yeah. on a dot. So if, if Kelsey yeah. had 100 catches last year, yeah. what did the number two guy in Kansas City have? I think that would be a really good indicator because that, that offense is about as healthy as you could You're possibly get. get yeah, yeah. Right? But the quarterback also threw for 5,000. Right. So that's what, we're, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Juju, Juju had 900 yards last year with Kelsey having 100. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Juju, don't forget Juju about you had probably like seventy catches. And they right. got, so and they, I think I think we're gonna get something like that. One guy's gonna have 90, 80, 90 catches. Seventy. Oh, he yeah, had one hundred ten catches they, last year. Listen. So yeah, so like I think that's a little steep. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for Jahan, he's gonna have seventy five catches for just over a thousand. Can we agree that Kelsey is the chain mover? So yeah. he's going you to get, get more a lot touches. of first down. So who's that guy in this offense? I was going to ask you, who is the chain mover? I think Jahan is the chain Maybe. mover. But but I, I think but that's I honestly think, too, Logan going to have a better year just – Thomas. Yeah, Logan Thomas. I know me. I'm going to have a better year, year too. But. We know we ain't talking about you, Logan. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> Your day's Logan, over. Logan, Logan Thomas will have a better year just knowing that this is his, his year two from that. Yeah. That knee injury. And think about it. Last year, I think a lot of stuff was forced. Yeah. You can see him out there pressing he a lot. He came back bit. too early. Yeah, he was pressing a lot. Mm -hmm. He's going to be that escape. He's going to be the that safety net for uh, yeah. Sam. He's mm -hmm. going to be that guy over the ball in the middle of the field. He's going to be playing that role what Heineke took advantage of before he got injured, yeah. you know, before Logan got injured. And, and he got um, such a big catch radius that he's your bad he's your bad ball bringer down. Like, he brings down bad catches. And I, and I feel like those 110 catches that Travis Kelsey has, yeah. um, you know, Logan gets 25 of those. It'll be distributed you know, through everybody. John Bates. Yeah, yeah John Bates gets 15, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. And I, yeah. so Cole I think, Turner becomes your red zone threat. Right, yeah. and I think that's how it's going to go. So if I told you that Jahan's stats I just read off were Devontae Smith from last year, what would you say? To that? I say he can do it. I know he can do it. Yeah, but like, is there enough touches? I just think, I just think we have a we got this threesome with Samuel, and I just think they're going to divide. Let's just say out of these guys, they but got no. Two. You, but we really got you got three. You got two pass catching tight ends. You got a pass catching running back. I yeah. think it's just there's a lot of people who deserve touches. who will get touches. Yeah. 
And there's just there's not that many times to throw the football. All right, 400 completions for Sam Howell. Let's just say 400. Jeez, All right, I can go 70 70. Well, yeah. It's 140 to the, to, to, yeah, yeah. to the top two receivers. Yeah, and then 50 to Curtis. Yeah, 60 and to then Curtis. you got tight ends. Then you got 50 to Logan. Yeah. All right, so I just see the ball being distributed pretty good. I think. All right, all right. So let's get to the defensive side of the ball here. Let's talk about Chase Young. Okay. Uh, 65 total tackles, mm -hmm. six sacks, three forced fumbles. Do you think that's on the money, overthrown, or underthrown? I think that's underthrown. You threw a duck in there with a kangaroo. Get on. out of here. All right, listen to me. What is he? Okay, what has he done so far? This is what I've been okay, telling you. Tell me. You know, like I know, motivation for football players is everything. Yeah. Didn't pick up his fifth-year option, just coming off an injury, seemed to be there forgotten about Jim, that diamond. Mm. Like He's going to show back up and, and literally pretty much have his best year. We always have our best years on contract years, but don't I, we? But I mean, like, so I'll say this. And again, I, I hope Chase has an excellent year. I think yeah. he's capable of having an excellent year. Yeah. But what has he done recently to show you that he's capable I'm not of gonna, that? They do it on recently. He coming off an injury. He was hurt. Yeah, now, he yeah. had a slow start to the second year. But like I said, we are mentally... We are mentally built when people make us an underdog to outperform. Sure. I also think he's a different player now. You know, last year you saw when he came back, he was paying close attention to detail last year. He wasn't doing that thing that he did the year, you know, before he got hurt where he was just running there trying to get sacks. Now mm -hmm. he was setting the edge. Mm -hmm. yeah. He played within the scheme last year. You could, you saw that. I saw that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was glaring that. And, and I talked to him briefly and he said, man, you know, they going to feel me this time around. Mm -hmm. And you saw, you saw flashes of that last year, even with that big – bulky old brace on, yep. he, he was showing up in the paint. He was showing up where he needed to be at. So just imagine a guy that had that same hunger and desire and knowing, like 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 Smoot just talked about, knowing that, you know, he got an added chip to have on his yeah, yeah. back. You know what I mean? Just like and, 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 and the two pro bowlers are inside. The double teams will happen inside. He's probably going to get more one-on-one uh, I mean, blockers this year than he ever got. I also say schematically, though, one of the things about this defense is <clears throat> is that end has to rush off of the three technique a lot. Yeah. It's not the defensive end show like a lot of teams here. It's it's yeah. the three technique interior player. That's going to affect his ability to be super productive. I mean, Montez had nine last year, right? Yeah. Is that correct? Nine? Yeah. So doing that. How many he had in his Pro Bowl year? Eight, right? Eight or nine, right? I think it's seven. So, yeah, so, seven so if he had seven in his Pro Bowl year and he was young and, and not there just playing Just records, running wild. He's a little wiser. I give him I give him a little more than so, seven. So what's the number? What? I give him 11. I give 11 him, sacks? I give him 11 sacks. I give him around, I give him nine or 10. Nine or 10? Yeah, I, I feel think good. that's fair. Yeah. I like nine or ten. So what if I told you those stats were um, Demarcus Lawrence from last year, Dallas? Doesn't shock me because he I did believe. have a down year. Yeah, down year last year. Yeah, he, he had so, a down year. But we think it's going to be chasing going to be better this year. Yeah, yeah. Michael no Parsons no then took some of his life. That's true. Yeah. That is true. No question. All right. So now, Fred, your favorite. Yep. The secondary. Yep. Yes. Okay. Let's talk. All right. So nineteen point seven um, opponent points per game. Yeah. Okay. I know that's a defensive stat, but All like right. you know, I think that's a pretty good indicator of defensive production. Two hundred ninety-two um, opposing yards per game, passing yards. That's right. that's a pretty good number. And seventeen interceptions. What do you think? Is that seventeen interceptions? That's average one interception a game. That'd be pretty so, good. So you're giving the team a short field, or maybe turning the ball over at the right time one time a game. But I'll, I, I, I will take that. Yeah, I'll take that uh, any day. Three hundred, almost three hundred passing yards. I think you got to get that down to about one sixty. I mean, two sixty. Oh, okay, two sixty. Like, uh, yeah, I buy two sixty. Yeah. yeah, because they're, they're telling me in the fourth quarter, you, you, you're making sure they don't get the yards then. 
Yeah. Like, and that's what it's about. And 19 points a game, I think. That's pretty good. I think you can win like that. Yeah. I, I think so you too. can win like that. So I think these numbers are winning numbers. What, is, what, what you got? Great numbers. I mean, I mean, if you can get that many t- interceptions alone, <laughs> yeah. to me, that's 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 jumps off the uh, page. But um, I definitely believe if a team – if your defense holding teams to around 19 points, offensively, you should be able to win yeah. those games. You should be in those games or winning those games. Yeah. So let's just, for, for analysis purposes, these were the Eagles statistics from last year, right? Yeah. So they had a couple guys with, with a whole bunch of interceptions. They had yeah. the guy, the uh, uh, Gardner. With six, right? Six. And then they had Slay, Slay with four or yeah. whatever it was. So they had a couple Brad guys with, with, five. Yeah, with a lot of interceptions. Yep. Do we have enough playmakers in the back end? Yes. That, 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 you always talk about how he's a disruptor or he's a turnover guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Do we have enough turnover guys? Yeah, to get Fuller sent? coming off his best turnover year. I uh, Forbes is a turnover magnet. Yeah. I, I'm giving right now, I'm giving Forbes six picks. That's the same amount I had my rookie year. You right. Six picks your rookie year? My rookie year, six picks. That's a good flex by you. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, it will be – I think we got the guys to do it, and Defro found that ball last year. Yeah, he did. I'm looking for Cam, Cam, Cam Curl to have a bounce back year yeah. of finding the ball. The interesting one to me, uh, Tana, is Percy. Yeah, if he's playing the true post, because I think yeah. he's got more range. Yeah, and then Quan. Yeah, we're forgetting about Quan more. Got it all about Quan. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like we have we have what it takes in the secondary. One of the things just that about was, how it that, comes that, together that, though, that right? stood out to me is just you know when you have those guys up front, man. You don't have to be the best in the back end. And I think we have some better guys now at that position yeah. that's going to be able to get their hands on a lot of balls. So mm-hmm. they better be ready. They better be in front of those jug machines before and after practice. If I was the defensive backfield, I would take my D linemen down there to the offensive line and, and tell them to work on block. Because mm. right? when I get my oh. hand on the ball, I'm out. <laughs> I, and y'all need to learn how to block for me. All right, so we'll say this. The Eagles played a lot of that soft cover three last year. I think that's one of the reasons the, the yards against was so high. Yeah. Jack's mm-hmm. defense is going to be a little bit more aggressive. Also, Philly played with the lead a lot. So they saw more passes attempts yes, against. You are. So can yeah. this offense provide the scaffolding? You know, to stress defenses, to stress opponent offenses the same mm-hmm. way that Philly's offense stressed. When defenses. your offense gives you the lead as a cornerback, I can play a lot looser and I can go out the balls that I normally wouldn't go out there. And when you play with a lead, guess who else benefits? The pass rushes. The pass rushes benefit. So now the sack total goes. So that's what I'm saying. Can the offense do that? I think I think off the first four weeks, the unpredictability of the offense. I think it's going to keep defenses on their heels. They mm-hmm. don't know what to study. Who are they going to study for the first month to stop us? Kansas City? Yeah, they are. They, 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 they true. Yeah, they going to look at Kansas City. They going to look for they going to look for indicators. You know yeah, that. They yeah. going to look for formations. But they it's nothing for, for them to find. But the thing that's going to be different is the skill players. The yeah. players are a lot yeah. different. So yeah. to me, I believe Kansas City made up a lot of the uh, you know, where they was lacking with the skill position with the quarterback just being so elusive. So damn good. You know, able to, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, do some of the things you know uh, off schedule that most quarterbacks don't. You have these guys here. We talked about it on the field. If you get that ball out in a timely fashion and let these guys do work, we have from pound for pound some of the best at their position. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but also just to play devil's advocate because that's yeah. what I'm here for, right? Yeah, yeah. Is they have Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, <laughs> and we're talking about a guy that threw for 5,000 yards, MVP right. of the NFL. Yeah, he elevates everybody. You know, yeah, and so right. I think as good as the skill position players are here, 
Can Sam Howell? I'm gonna tell you what you are, Logan. I just feel like Sam don't have to do as much as Patrick when hey, you have hey, the guys no, to no. bring it, Fred. I'm gonna tell you who you are. I'm like have your you, conscience. No, I'm have your you conscience. ever walked into a, a, a store down south, a gas station, and then you see that pickle pig feet? Right there on the right there on the jaw, right there, that last pick a pig feet. That's sure. who you are. Nobody wants it. We all admire it. <laughs> we look at the pick a pig feet and that's Logan. Fred, I just gotta be here to just bring you back to earth because you're saying all oh, this offense is gonna be and I'm just saying and I, I want the offense to be good. I think yeah, it's gonna I, be good. I, I want it to be good too, man. But it's like can they have they have the best player in football right now? Kansas City. Yes, they do. All I'm saying is better scheme, better quarterback. I do think Sam Howell is better than Heineke. I know you love your Heineke now. I like, I like, uh, last I, I, call I don't back disagree with that. me a Heineke. I, I, he's better than Carson Wentz. I don't disagree. I, so I think that it's, alone. But, but I, I also think there's a potential there. There's a potential there. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. So with the Eagles secondary, is that we over, overthrown on the money? I think we own the money. Okay. Own All the right. money. You said the yards might be a little high. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about this. Something really interesting. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys about it because you guys played a lot of football been around good leaders. This is an interesting time of year because it's where leadership is kind of developed. Yep. What makes a good leader? Okay, and let's talk about it specifically with related to Sam Howell. Um, How does he become a good leader? What, is, what do you need to see from him to say that like this is his team and he's leading it? All I need to see from day one is how he takes command of that huddle. I can okay. say, that's it. That, that stands out more than anything. One of the things I give a lot of credit to RG3, being that he was young, he had command from day one. We mm. believed in this guy before we sure. even saw him. I mean, he, he ran two plays, and I was a believer. You know mm. what I mean? That yep. 2012 season, it was unbelievable because he had command, and it was nothing that he said that I didn't believe he couldn't do. Like, he would come in that hotel, I got this. You know, and I, be, lo and behold, he went out there and made a play. So right. take command. You know, be show these guys that you're going to stand on everything that you say. And get the right guy the ball. And trust me, you will have everybody at the palm of your hand. You you know, I got these different things in my head that I go through when it comes to quarterbacks. You know, you know about my married clause. But you also know about my ugly quarterback clause, right? You You know the attractive quarterbacks are what this league is about. You think he's ugly? <laughs> Who, Sam Howell? Yeah, you think he's attractive. No, I think Sam Howell is an attractive dude. Attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. No, I'm here with you, Fred. I'm supporting that. Right? No, no, listen. I think, like Tanner said, controlling that huddle and everything else comes from your play. Yeah. I was going to say. Like, yeah. Everything yeah. else comes from, like, this is what I want him to do. I, I want to see that first touchdown of the year. That first touchdown of the year he throws going to gravitate everybody towards him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he, he's, and then he comes off as one of the guys. I've been yeah, around yeah. him. And he just, he's quiet. He's mild-mannered. And, you know, some quarterbacks stand up and they, they want to command the room. He's just more of, all right, let me go out here. Let me do my job. So I think everything going to come from his But play. I think also if you watched him play in the preseason last year and you watched him play in that last game, you know, against the Cowboys, what he showed also that, that had everyone gravitate to him is just – his playmaking ability. Yeah. He didn't necessarily have to right. throw the proper pass to go out there and, and move the chains. Yeah. He would ad-lib and do something with his feet that allowed the offense to continue to move the ball down the field. And that gets everybody ignited. That gets everybody on your side because at the end of the day, you're not letting us you're not letting us fail. You're no. not letting this down be a loss to down. Yeah. You're going to go out there and find a way to yeah. get it done. I will say this. I think there's two types of leaders. 
at, at, at any level of football, right? There's the guy who's like the character leader, yeah. does everything right, but ne isn't necessarily the best football player. Yeah, yeah. And they're like a, a fabric guy that holds yeah, things yeah, together. Yeah, holding the team together. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, a great example. Kedrick Golson. Yeah. Yeah, Lorenzo, Goldie, Lorenzo, Goldberg. Lorenzo Alexander, yeah, guys yeah. who were solid pros but yeah. never kind of reached that, but yeah. really good leaders in the locker yeah. room, mentors, that Set kind of thing. Set an example for everybody. Yeah. And then I think the other type of leader is guys who are just ballers. Yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter what kind of character they have. Mm -hmm. If they're... If they are helping you win football games, that gravit that, that brings people in somehow. Clint yeah. Portis. Yeah, let me ask Clint you this. Portis. Let me ask you this. Didn't care. Boy, the boy, you At would, what point you would go you nowhere want, with him, but yeah. guess what? When you give him that ball and then let him go and do his thing. Well, at what point do y'all want to see Sam rip into somebody? Like, yeah. Because it got to happen at one point. Yeah. Like, at what point does he get out of the quiet zone and maybe we down 20? Uh, in the second quarter. Like, that's, that's what I want to see. I want to see how he reacts but and what happens when he do rip it. I don't somebody. think you necessarily have to get that from a quarterback because, I, you know, I played with Mark Brunel, and he was a leader amongst leaders. And Mark right. Brunel, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a dull moment in the huddle. Even when it was time to be serious, he found a way to get us focused by saying a joke. By saying, you know, doing something yeah. silly, and guess what? He responded by making a play out mm -hmm. there. So you don't necessarily, like, I see those guys like, you know, Manny when he was in control of his Brain. thing and how him yeah. and Reggie Wayne was going to, you know, about to throw hands on the sideline because he didn't like the way Reggie did something. I saw how Tom did when we practiced with those guys. He was ripping a, a you-know-what in them. Yep. I don't respond from quarterbacks like that. I remember Chad Pennington saying something to me, and I just looked at him like, Boy, you don't even know to have. I'm just, I'm just, I just look like this. You know what I'm saying? Because no, honestly, I don't respond from fear. You yeah, can't, yeah. you can't scare me into you doing can't something. You into don't, doing don't do that. Because I'm, a, I'm gonna be sharp. You understand? I'm coming to work, so you don't have to tell me. Now, if I mess up, I know I messed up before you did. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have to remind me. But I don't think Sam is that kind of guy. I look at his demeanor. I don't think you're gonna ever see him pull a guy to the side and rip a hole. Yeah. He, gonna, he might say, "Come on, fellas, let's do it." You know. Settle down, you know, and that's what you need sometimes. A guy just to reinsure that, hey, we got a job at, you know, we got a, we got a task to complete and let's go out here and do it. And right? I think that's one of the reasons why this is such a hard conversation, Tan, is because there's different leadership styles, you know. Yeah. Mark Rudell did that. Kirk had his own very unique leadership style, yeah. right, especially when he was a starter. Like, he would yell at guys, but he was also kind of funny. Mm -hmm. He was one of the guys, but he was also the quarterback, right? Matt Ryan, when I was in Atlanta, awesome leader, right? Would yell, would cuss guys out like you've never seen, but also would hang out in the locker room, play ping pong ball, ping pong after. Like, yeah. was a good dude. So it's just about finding, I think, that balance of what you feel comfortable doing, yeah. how it matches with your play, and to get you that. And level. then that quarterback has to be solid. I mean, when I say solid, he could do no wrong for him to even have that authority to yell at me. You yeah. understand? Like, you better be out there. You better be pinpoint sharp yeah. on everything you do if you're going to – you have the desire to raise your voice I know at you and that's what I'm love saying. affair it's with Kirk Cousins. Are you ready to say that Kirk Cousins is a better banker than he is a quarterback? Better, I mean, he's an excellent <laughs> he's banker. Oh, he's Kirk Cousins can be my banker at any excellent, time. He knows excellent. how to collect the lettuce. I know. He's but, good at that. But when it comes to a football player now – uh, Where's you, Kirk you, you on gotta, your list? You, you gotta give on Kirk some list? credit, man. I, I, I like Kirk. I like Kirk's Kirk too. Because I, 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 you made it clear you love so, Kirk. So what I what I say about Kirk is like he's a guy that this is what I like in a football player, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I like the freak talent, right? Yeah, Julio yeah. Jones, Hopkins, Trent Williams. I'm about that. Yeah, Great. Yeah. The next thing I like is dudes who are overachievers. Who, who, I love who squeezed every ounce yeah. of what yeah. they had mm -hmm. out of what they were given. Yeah. And there's no doubt in my mind Kirk's done that. He's oh, done no. that from a leadership standpoint. Yep. He's done that from a place standpoint. I will back you up on and that. And so, yes. And so I love that. Yeah, I respect that. And I, I you, Danny, you were talking about this? Yeah. Like, 
I, I'm okay if Kirk yells at me because mm -hmm. I know he's he gonna stand he's on putting it. in the work. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. Same yeah. thing with Matt Ryan. Like you yeah. can yell at me because I know you're doing it. Yeah. The thing that would get me is if you're not putting in the work and you're yelling at me, yeah. and I'm putting in everything I got, you better be yeah. doing you something. You just ain't responding. Yeah, you to better it. be doing something yeah. real yeah. special. Yeah. So. And 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 one of the things I can say about Kirk too, man, like he didn't necessarily have to. He was so sharp. Yeah. You know, I remember a couple of plays that I played with him, and I played more than a couple. I just automatically knew the ball was going to come at a timely fashion, and I was going to have a chance to do something with it. Right. I never hesitated when he was at quarterback. You know what I mean? And that's that's prepped that way. That's though. crazy because you know you watch them in practice, and you get a chance to go through those reps, and you like get to my spot, turn around, because Kurt's going to throw that ball. It's going to be right on time, and I'm going to be able to get up field. So when you have a quarterback that's doing things like that, you necessarily don't have to even. You shouldn't be the one that even get yelled at because you know he's going to be on point, so you have to be on point. Right. So some of the time, you're talking about leadership skills. When you have a guy that's laser sharp, you're going to be laser sharp. Mm -hmm. And even yeah. if you off a bit, he knows that you can just look at him and say, that, that was on me. Right. And that quarterback know, okay, he, I ain't got to worry about him yeah. again because he's already letting me. He's addressing the situation before I even allow him or I had to get on him. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree. And I think that's the interesting, interesting thing about the quarterback, right, is that Different kind of leadership styles lead to different results, but they got to be sharp. They got to own it. I think an interesting guy is John Allen on this team, yep. right? Because he's got a lot of big <laughs> personalities to <laughs> navigate. If you were in that room, Fred, like, how yeah. would you go about that? He don't give a F either. Now, <laughs> say, well, this is what you got to understand about John Allen. He's military raised. His daddy, yeah. Yeah. parents, mama in the military. John he he kind of no was. nonsense. You yeah. know, when you read raised by a military parent, he's the guy to handle that room. Man, he cussing yeah. and fussing, boy. You hear me? He that, ain't. That, that, listen, that's what you got to do, especially with them D-linemen. Because yeah. D-linemen are rowdy anyway. Like, yeah. they're rowdy by nature. So I think what John actually does, besides the talking point, he just leads by by example, yeah. he goes out there and kick the ass of the guard in front yeah. of him, and he says, "I right, if I can do it, you can go do it." Yeah. And he holds him to a standard of, "I don't care about all that talking. Yeah. Show me." He's from Missouri. Show yeah. me. Nah, I, I feel you on all that. He does that, but he also rip. On your ass. I mean, God, <laughs> bleep that. <laughs> Speak hey, that French, baby. Hey, when I say I watch this dude go out the D lineman, I'm like, hold on, that's your boy. He was your boy five minutes ago, and, and you tearing off into him. But now I like that about John because that shows you how much it means to him. Yeah. You understand? And, and you that, that was like, and you can lead it a little different as a D lineman, bingo, as and, opposed to quarterback. And like yeah. that's what made me this, you know. I admire London Fletcher because he had that same kind of demeanor. Now, mm -hmm. London was a – he, he, he kind of gave you his message a little differently. Yeah. But if he had to say, if yeah. he had to say something, he gonna say it. He said it might not been directly. He'll do it indirectly. Yeah. But you, everybody got the message. Do you remember yeah. London restarting practices? Do you remember? That's him what I'm that? saying. Yeah. Like, like I've, he, I've he, seen he pull, him. He pulls up. He coaches would back up. He's like, we're redoing this practice. Yeah. And you're like, Straight what? Up and down. Like, and you're like, all right. And then all the coaches are like, all right, let's run it back. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's how he was. He had yeah. a high and, standard. And, and, and so you respect a guy like that. And that's I'm a guy from the outside looking in. You know, John could have played with us because I see the way he handled those guys. I'm like, we had some knuckle heads. Yes, most you know what I'm saying. Yeah, especially on that D line, and it was, it was some heads that he would have had to turn and tell them, like, look here, bro, we ain't going for that today. Yeah, you know, and that's why you see those guys compete and play at that level. Our D line isn't as good as they are for no reason. One, they are all talented guys. They was all first, first round, round, you know. Pick, yeah. But John Allen, he ignites a lot more out of them. Yeah. He makes sure those guys come ready because. Mm -hmm. 
he ain't settling for you coming mediocre. Like you saw when he had a bad game. Yeah. I just ain't play right. I ain't yeah. play good enough. And yeah. I got, you know, I, I'm not going for that. And so I watch him talk about himself like that. Just imagine what he's telling those other guys. No, I totally agree. And I think there, there's another example of a guy who his play supports his leadership style. Yes. Like he can be aggressive Stand because he's a good player. Because he's aggressive. Like, and, I, and I compare him to like Kedrick, for example. We all yeah. remember Uncle Ked, right? Yeah, I yeah. call him Uncle Ked. Like he was much more quiet Ride and subdued yeah. in how he led Show because, up and do his job. Yeah, and like there's just different ways to be leaders on that group. John's got yeah. a very distinct style. And then Fred, you know, you're here. Manuel Forbes is here. We got to mm-hmm. talk about the secondary. It's getting yep. kind of boring for me, but we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, because you don't like action. You're a tight end. You don't like no action. I want to talk about run run fits. Uh, no. Uh, so <laughs> in the secondary, who's the leader right now? Uh, Cam Curl. Cam Curl. I, I, oh, I, I, I would say Cam Curl is the undisputed leader. Fuller is the most educated, but he's the Fuller is quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and Curl is more of the talker. You like, see him talking back there? I see I him bring. Gu- I, I see him bring guys in and check them when something ain't going right. I see him on the sideline go mm-hmm. and talk to guys between things. So I'm gonna have to say Cam Curl is that guy. Not by default, he earned it. And you want to yeah. talk about overachieving? He is one of those guys that, that yeah. came in and got every inch out of his talent. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I go with that when it comes to just what he did play-wise, you know. But um, if I had to look at somebody and and someone to give me give me a little knowledge of the game and a little leadership from just being a vet, you know, I would lean on Fuller. Yeah. But that, I mean, we all measure guys by the play and say he's the guy. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when I came in here. Uh, David Patton, uh, God bless the dead. He was one of the wide receivers that had just came oh, yeah. from, came from winning the Super Bowl with New England, and I had Thrash. You remember, you know, James, James oh, Thrash. And being that I was younger than those guys, I knew I was the big money guy. But I used to let those guys speak because mm-hmm. that's just how I was brought up. You know, mm-hmm. let my elders talk. You know, mm-hmm. and DP was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Tanner, you the guy. We just here to we just here to be. You know, we one of your disciples. And I looked at but him that, like, but that's good leadership. I that was great that. leadership. And I n- never forgot that. Mm-hmm. And he waited till we got to meet. He said, "Look here." He said, "Look here, boy. We gonna we gonna go as far as you go." So he said, "You riding this thing? We gonna ride with you." And I swear, it it made me just think like, I, I'm always been a by example. I lead yeah. by example. I ain't got to rah rah with you. I, I don't like blowing smoke mm-hmm. because. I want to make sure that I'm always on mines, and the way I'm going to get on mine by saying less. I've yeah. always been a guy, I ain't finna sit here and scare you with no words. I don't look tough. I got a baby face, so I ain't trying to be tough. Yeah. But I'm going to hit you in the mouth, and you're going to least expect, like, oh, man, I didn't know that was coming. And when you hit me in my mouth, I'm going to smile at you and get up and say, do it again. Yeah. So that was my thing, to lead by example and not be the guy to go out here doing all this talking, but to know that I had two older guys that I grew up watching that was you know, down for me to do it that way, that meant a lot to me. You understand? That kind of gives me chills, man. Like that's awesome leadership. Nah. That's so like that's what leadership's about. That was dope. Is empowering younger guys to yeah. do that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like that that's a special type of leader for mm-hmm. sure. Yep, you got you got to have them. Uh, yeah. All great teams got them. Yeah, and, and it's uh, and it's, like, it's names you don't necessarily think about. You mm-hmm. know, and I think yeah. there's probably some good leaders in this locker room right now that we haven't talked about. That we're about. not yeah. talking about Jeremy right. Reeves. Yeah, like, yeah. he's yeah. a guy. Yeah, he's a leader. If you want to talk about DB, they're gonna lead the team. To my lead my example. Yeah, he's one of those he, guys. He yeah. did just that last year. Absolutely, man. That's a, that's a great point. All right, so um, time of year, OTA three, a lot of time with each other as a team. Do we have good stories of teams bonding? I know you probably got, they got to be podcast appropriate, Fred. Podcast appropriate. Yes. Stories of teams coming together during uh, phase three OTAs. So mine's a little bit 
more chill. So yeah. like when I was older and I was on different teams, I, I am, that's right. All right. Well, older as a player, let's <laughs> say right, that. All right. Um, I would, uh, I'd be in a different state. My family would stay here in Virginia, and I'd be with these young guys. And I'd go. We have a dinner um, once a week mm -hmm. during this time of year because everyone's feeling pretty good. You know, guys yeah, go out. Body still good. Yeah, maybe good. go see a yep. movie. And mm -hmm. that was times you got to really like know people's personality. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it, it's a it's a special time. Like when I think back about my time in the league, like. Those were the times you are like really yeah. special. It's, yeah. it's coming to come to come together as a group. So yeah. I remember we signed uh, Big Dare Gardner. <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> no, no, listen. We signed Big Dare Gardner around this time, and people don't know who Dare Gardner is. He oh, was, listen, uh, six eight, three hundred and fifty pounds. Every time you, man. Every time you tell the story, it gets bigger. But he is a big man. He's huge, it's man. Like, it's like the fish story. Imagine this dude. <laughs> listen, you know what I'm hey, listen to me. This dude, he's still growing at this age. Hey, listen to me. And you know, I'm the jokester in the locker room. I like to have fun, so I guess he attracted to me. Yeah. And then I go home, and I get a knock at the door. I'm not expecting anybody. And it's big Daryl Gardner, and he got a bag in his hand. All right? He literally walked in the door. I did not invite him in. He moved in my house. You don't understand me. I'm up cooking breakfast in the morning for this dude, dinner. I'm so scared. I had to come tell Marvin Lewis, you got to get this dude out of my house. You understand? Because I couldn't get him out. So that's that, that what happened. No. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness God. Me. He forced his hand, huh? No, listen, I told you, I was in there cooking, cleaning for him. You need anything, Daryl? Like, it was bad for me. I was a hostage in my own house. Yeah, that's, that's a scary story. Yeah, you still was. talk to him? No, I don't. Uh, well, probably because of that story. Yeah. yeah, keep the space, right? He will take your house. <laughs> probably, probably come looking for your house now. Yeah, right? he's looking for me now. All right, man. Every, Fred moved, moved too. Let me see what Every he time had. Fred and Tan open their mouths, I can't wait to hear what they got to say because it's always great stuff. So if you want more good content like this, make sure you turn in every week to this podcast. The Commander's content never stops. Monday, Julie goes one-on-one -on -one with John Allen. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is our flagship show, Command Center. And look, you can watch these sports shows on big networks, but they talk about the Cowboys too damn much, Fred. Yeah, they do. Our show is <laughs> commanders focused, even when talking about what's going on around the league. Thursday, Tana has his takes, right, Tana? Oh, hey, yes, him. indeed. Mm -hmm. And I live in YouTube comments every Friday to answer your questions. We got something for you all week, so be sure to check it out on YouTube. views and opinions expressed by our podcast guest are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.